0: Welcome to Montgomery County Today. I'm Jen Harris and joining me is County Administrator Craig Meadows. We're here to talk about a recent Board of Supervisors meeting. Thanks for being here.
1: Absolutely. It's great to be here. July 11th, our uh, first meeting uh, in July was the, also the first board meeting for the new fiscal year. And as usual, uh, we had a lot of ground to cover at that meeting, which I'm looking forward to sharing with the group in our podcast today.
0: Yeah, it was indeed. There were there were a lot of uh, Items on the agenda, uh, varied items on the agenda, uh, and that included two presentations, one public hearing, uh, old business items, five new business items. Uh, So we got kicked off with uh, David Clark from VDOT giving us an update on road issues and projects throughout the county. That's pretty routine. We see him frequently, which is nice. And so after that fairly routine update from BDOT, we had some representatives from the Virginia Fire Services Board provide the Board of Supervisors with the results of the fire study that they've done over the last year. Um, So this study did begin last year. And since then, I know we've actually had a lot of things happen at Montgomery County related to fire and EMS. Uh, Will you please walk us through that study and maybe some of the things that uh, we've been doing related to fire and EMS?
1: Absolutely. And what's interesting is from the time that the board asked uh, or adopted that resolution in March of 2021, some of the things that we heard last night uh, at the board meeting with these recommendations are things that we've already implemented. So that that's a good reaffirmation. We're on the right track. But uh, it's was mentioned back in March of 2021, the Board of Supervisors adopted a resolution uh, requesting the Virginia Fire Services Board to conduct a comprehensive review of the fire and EMS system in Montgomery County. Uh, the purpose of the study was to provide an objective view of the fire and EMS services uh, within the county and also to provide feedback on areas that are working well and areas that could use some improvement. At the July 11th board meeting, uh, representatives uh, from the Virginia Fire Services Board were present at the meeting to present the findings from the study. Uh, Actually, the study was completed uh, several months ago, but there's uh, been some changes in personnel at the fire programs board uh, group. We also had uh, gone back with a couple of recommendations and suggestions. Uh, the, The county staff did not make any changes to the, the fire board's recommendations. However, there were some uh, information or some factual information that we wanted to make sure was correct in the report. The report included four phases. Um, in phase one, uh, folks from uh, fire services board met with uh, fire and EMS providers in Montgomery County, including citizens. Phase two was in-person meetings with all the stakeholders and visiting existing fire and rescue squad facilities. Uh, Phase three was uh, our services board prepared an analysis to include recommendations and current industry trends. And then phase four is what we received at the July 11th meeting. That was uh, the presentation of the final report. Uh, Not to get into a lot of detail, but the report consisted of five themes, uh, organization and operational development, communications, training, uh, budget and administration, and delivery of services. Uh, And as I mentioned a few minutes ago, uh, since the board adopted that resolution asking for the study in March of 21, the county's already been actively working to address uh, some of the things that we knew would probably show up as recommendations in the report Uh, the county has uh, worked to obtain uh, an ems license for the county and we've also uh, established a department of fire and ems we previously had a department of emergency services Uh, we have uh, upgraded that uh, role if you will to a department of fire and ems We've also hired a number of part-time EMTs and paramedics to assist with answering 911 calls at times when our existing volunteers have had difficulty responding. And I want to make sure that I make a point of that as well is the whole purpose of what we're doing in all of this is not to replace the volunteer agencies in Montgomery County. We have a long history of volunteerism Uh, Our agencies have done a tremendous job over the years. However, in some areas of the county, finding volunteers to continue that service has been a challenge. And so in an effort to make sure that we are providing the best level of service to our citizens that we can, in some cases we are having to hire paid staff to supplement those volunteers in areas where we're having challenges covering calls. Um, after the presentation last night, I shared with the board that last night was, or excuse me, at the July 11th meeting. It's, it's hard to say. If you're listening to this two weeks from now, you can say last night, I thought it was July 11th. Um, moving forward, the board will be reviewing the report. Um, and there will likely be a work session or work sessions at upcoming board meetings to discuss some of the findings from the report.
0: It was, uh, it was a lot of good information and uh, listening to it, it was interesting to hear that we'd already checked a lot of the boxes. So that just, as you said, just goes to show you that we really are trying to be on the right track with this. And uh, we've done a lot of great work in the last year, a lot of, a lot of momentum with that one in the last yeah. year. Um, and I know making sure that the County is able to respond quickly and in the right way to any 911 call our citizens make, that's a huge priority. So proof's in the pudding. And we've proven that that is a priority for us and we're gonna continue it sounds like to hear about that. So after that update, um, there was a public hearing about the relocation of the voter registrar's office. And you know I I wanna say potential relocation because I think there are a couple more steps that still need to happen after last night's public hearing and then uh, spoiler alert was also a new business item. So what are some of the reasons for uh, relocating the voter registrar's office?
1: Sure. A couple of, a couple of things that come to mind right off. Um, First and foremost is is space and ability for storage. Um, Currently our voting equipment is stored in an offsite facility. Um, That's not ideal. It is, it is safe and secure, which is why I'm not saying where it's stored, Um, but it is stored at an offsite facility and that, occasionally creates some challenges especially uh around voting time each year when we've got to go to various locations round up equipment pull it back it would be really nice if that was all co-located with the registrar and the office of elections and so um that was one of the primary things that drove us to start looking at alternate sites uh the other thing is uh Space in terms of ability to have absentee voting. Um, I think that is here to stay early voting, absentee voting. And currently, um, when the registrar has uh, offered that service, we've either had to use uh, a facility off site, I think we've used uh, the mall for that. We also have used one of the meeting rooms here in the County Government Center. Well, that meeting room is also used for a host of other things. So, uh, to lock that off for an extended period of time creates some logistical issues uh, for other departments as well. So, it it really made sense to try to find a, a as I call it, a one stop shop where you could have the storage, you could have the offices, uh, you could have the space uh, to allow for those uh, voting events, also for meetings uh, for the Um, officers of election, uh, just kind of an all-in-one spot. And the other challenge on top of all of that was finding a space that was centrally located. Um, Montgomery County is a large county. We didn't want to be looking for a space that would be uh, terribly inconvenient for a portion of our citizens. So we really were looking in the central part of the county as best we could, and we actually – uh, found a found a, a storefront in christiansburg uh, close to the aquatic center uh, <clears throat> easily accessible from 460 easily accessible really uh, from most parts of the county uh, we have uh, been working with a landlord uh, of that property who's been very willing to work with a local government sometimes that can be a challenge as well uh, so we're we're excited and are, are looking forward to uh being able to move that forward. One thing i failed to mention too is that storefront has ample parking. You know, when we've had the uh, early voting here at the government center, <coughs> that some days it's it's a challenge to find a parking place and accessibility um, was a key issue there as well. So that's a, that's a lot to say. I think we've identified a good spot for the office of election. And if the board agrees, we'll be moving forward with that in the weeks ahead.
0: As we said, it was the first meeting in the new fiscal year and a lot of things were covered so already we'd have a lot of things covered, but there were still more. so by the time the board got through the public hearing, um, there were still you know a lot of things left which included old business items and five new business items. so why don't we tackle that old business item first? Uh, what action did the board take? Help us understand what that was about? Sure.
1: I, and before we talk about old business and new business, I, I do want to say that we had a tremendous turnout uh, from the public at the July 11th meeting. Uh, that was it was good to see there were a lot of extremely uh, well-spoken citizens who stepped up to speak on uh, primarily issues related to schools and, and vouchers and funding and um It was, that's what local government's all about. It's giving citizens an opportunity to express their opinions. So we had nearly 50 speakers, I believe was. uh, I counted
0: 48.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I could have been off. I wanted to, but I I started,
1: I started keeping a count and then one of my roles as county administrator is I run the four minute clock uh, for public address. And uh, when you get into the thirties and forties on public speakers that you have to really make a conscious effort to make sure you didn't forget to start and stop the uh, timer. Uh, so, um, yeah, it was, we had it, but we had a number
0: of folks last night, but the first citizen item, engagement. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was going to say hey. citizen engagement is always nice to see. Sometimes our meetings are very well attended and sometimes not so much. And, uh, it, there is a new energy in the room when a lot of citizens show up to to voice their opinion, no matter what it is. So it is nice to see that.
1: Absolutely. Well, when we got into the business of the agenda, uh, the first item on the agenda was an item of old business, and that was to uh, remove from the table a resolution that was uh, on a prior board agenda for a school um, funding, supplemental funding appropriation. And that got a little bit confusing because the boards or the school board since the time of that resolution being presented and considered by the board uh the school board submitted a new resolution uh to to amend correct address some things in that first resolution so it was a little bit of confusion about what to do with the resolution that was on the table and I think between the county attorney and myself, we, we tried to guide the board into understanding the well, first you have to remove it from the table, then you have to take an action on it. At first, you know, do you vote it down? Do you vote it up? So the uh, uh, res- the action the board took was simply to remove the old resolution that had been removed from the table to remove it from the agenda because there was no need to take any action on it because... We then, under the second item, had a new resolution that had been uh, presented by the school board. So uh, the board did approve uh, that revised resolution after after some considerable uh, discussion. Uh, but we got through that one pretty good and then moved on to the other items.
0: Yeah, I blame the late hour, too. Maybe that caused some of the confusion at that point. Yeah. Uh, not that we didn't appreciate all the comments, but it did make for a, a long meeting. Um, so once the board voted on the old business items, uh, there were some new business items we had to tackle still. And uh, several of the items were straightforward. Um, a couple of those include obviously the relocation of the general uh, voter regist- county general voter registration office. Let me say it that way. And also the relocation of the absentee voting uh, precinct that we've already discussed in the public hearing uh, so both of those were the result of the public hearing and the board actually unanimously approved that so it sounds like as long as we can get final approvals from the state that thank will move you. forward
1: thank you That, and I, I wanted to chime in on that I meant to mention that earlier once the board took that action under new business uh, we, we still can't run out and sign a, a lease agreement because there is one more step Uh, We have to go through the state board of elections and they have to give their blessing on um, that relocation as well. Once we have that, which we think will happen reasonably quickly, we can move forward.
0: And I also want to clarify that should not impact our November election. No. The November, 2022 election. No, No. This would not go into effect until 2023.
1: That's correct. Thank you for that clarification as well. We will, we will not be in, new location in november we may be in the process of it but we won't be there until we won't officially be there until january 2023
0: if all the approvals go through and all the things
1: all the things align yep
0: (laughs) so no changes for this current year but be on the lookout for news about potential changes in 2023 related to that um also the board approved a proclamation um for the Parks and Recreation Professionals Day on July 15th. That was a no-brainer proclamation. (laughs) It was obviously approved unanimously and we all love our Parks and Rec people. So that leaves us with a couple other things here and I'm hoping you'll give us a little more clarity on these. Uh, the first one, the last two that we have to discuss would be the resolution creating the New River Home Trust to enter into a support agreement, which is a lot of words. And we have talked about this before. I'm hoping you'll break it down some. And then also um, the Montgomery County Public Schools FY22 budget category revision. So a lot of words there. Um, it was late in the evening. Hopefully you can help us out and understand what what that means with the um, New River Home Trust. And also, um, what was significant about the budget category provisions?
1: Absolutely. Um, The newer home trust, uh, folks that may have been watching or listening to the podcast have heard us probably mention several times the discussion of the community land trust and being able to address affordable housing in Montgomery County. Uh, This is a topic that the Board of Supervisors and the Blacksburg Town Council have been discussing uh, for a while now, and the resolution that the board approved at the July 11th meeting simply formalized the agreement uh, between the town of Blacksburg and community housing partners, who's going to be the management uh, group for this uh, endeavor, to help foster and create affordable housing in our community. Uh, but Before that could be formally established, the county and the town of Blacksburg had to vote to enter into agreement Uh, The town of Blacksburg voted to to enter into the agreement at their June 28th meeting, and now uh, the Board of Supervisors has voted to also join that agreement. Uh, Next steps, our our localities will begin working, well, they've already been working, but they'll continue working uh, with community housing partners to create uh, permanently affordable housing in Montgomery County and the town of Blacksburg. So that's a great step forward uh, for our community.
0: So that knocked out the uh, New River Home Trust, and I think the short story I'm hearing is stay tuned because we'll be hearing more about this uh, the weeks and months to come. And so that leaves us with the FY 2022 budget category revisions with the Montgomery County Public Schools.
1: And that one was uh, a fairly routine request. Uh, we, uh, I know, there's been a lot of activity. Uh, with the schools, but this is a, a typical year end adjustment that the schools request uh, to, to ensure that the funding that they have received from the county is in the proper categories that they have needed uh, for their budget for the past fiscal year to have. And so it was, uh, as I call it, it's a it's a cleanup adjustment um, and nothing controversial about it we uh, were to prove that. Uh, on a 7-0 vote as well.
0: Okay. Well, that got that gets us through the July eleventh, twenty 2022 Board of Supervisors meeting. As always, we really appreciate you taking the time to share some of the highlights. And uh, if you want to watch the July eleventh uh, meeting in its entirety, uh, including the things that we didn't get into a lot of detail about today, you can always view that on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash VA. To learn more about Montgomery County, I hope you'll visit our website at montva.com. And before I forget to say so, happy new fiscal year. Are there any uh, county fiscal year resolutions you want to share?
1: Uh, probably the biggest one. And we've had this conversation internally, and uh, we, we've also shared it with the schools and other agencies as well. We want we want to make sure uh, that everything we're doing is is fully transparent so that uh, citizens that have questions can find the answers to those questions uh we are here to serve the citizens and the dollars that we spend are for the benefit of the community and uh, we look forward to full transparency and uh, full discussion of especially uh, large ticket items at our upcoming board meetings Uh, just be prudent uh be transparent and every dollar we spend we want to make sure it's going to have a lasting impact in the community that's what we're here for
0: Sounds great thanks again hope you have a great day
1: everyone enjoy thanks